Hey. <laughs> Welcome to today's Friday Night Hangout. I'm Adam Pereira. And I'm Jacob Kaufman. Uh, what's the date? Oh. For the date, August 14th. 2015. Okay. Yeah. Didn't think that that would be so bad, but... I get stage fright sometimes. Stage fright? Yes. You, you've been on the stream for six months. Well, see, I, I have a routine to repair. <coughs> yeah. Like, it takes me out. It's more like eight months at this point. Yes, well, like... Yeah, I've been perfecting it for eight months. Yeah. I'm still not the best. You, you've got the experience. I've got the experience. I can quickly glance out of the corner of my eye at the date and just what? use about 50-50. I can integrate the date swiftly into the intro without pausing. Well, this week it didn't work. I, I've That's why I turned it around on you. Because it's like, you thought my intro was bad? <laughs> no, your intro was okay. <laughs> I was talking to the audience. All right, all right. The rhetorical audience. Okay, okay. Well done. Um, so, how you doing this week, Adam? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good? week, so yeah. far-ish. Me too. School started this week. I'll yes. talk about that in a bit. But first, I want to show you something revolutionary. Revolutionary? Revolutionary. Well, like the iPod. more like we've come full circle. We lost some functionality a few weeks ago on the stream. Do you remember what it was that we used to be able to do that we could no longer do after I did a certain computer project? What? <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously not. Well, okay. So it has to do with the laptop. Yes. And you you know I installed BSD on the laptop. Of course you did. And in that video I talked about how you can't actually change BSD's display settings while it's turned on. You have to restart the computer every time you change the resolution. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so a side effect of that was we can no longer capture the laptop screen. We can no longer do an extended display screen right. on okay. the live stream. So this week, um, I had shut down the laptop like last weekend to install updates. And wow. then it had frozen, so I just like cut power and just didn't touch it. And the updates worked, I found out today when I turned it back on. But today I actually plugged in the HDMI cable before I turned the laptop on. Ooh. And so even though you can't adjust the display settings while BSD is turned on, it, it will try and detect new monitors when you turn it on. And so we don't have an extended display like we used to, but uh, just about as good, we do have a mirrored display, so we can now show things on the laptop screen. So yeah, just wanted to point that out. Ooh, yes. Um, that is, you know, that was a major thing that was missing from BSD. Now the only major thing that's missing is Opera. What? Who needs Opera? I mean, considering it's proprietary software, I don't blame them for not using it. So, of course, of course. Yeah. What, what does BSD have? Like seven people? Um, yeah, just about. Mm -hmm. It's there. It's sad, um, actually, how few people use BSD at this point. I actually recently learned, you know, Jupiter Broadcasting, the company that makes the awesome news show Unfilter, and they also make their biggest show, uh, the Linux Action Show. Yes. So this is an entire company based around Linux podcasts, other than Unfilter, which is their only like non-tech podcast. It's just a general news podcast. But everything else, they've got all these podcasts about Linux specifically. Then they've got this one podcast called um, BSD Now, which Ooh. is uh, a podcast about BSD. And the two people who do it like aren't in any of the other podcasts because they're BSD users. They wouldn't have anything to do with the Linux podcast, but they're a part of the same Jupiter Broadcasting Company. And I recently found out 
Um, and it's sad that I didn't know this. One of the two main hosts, one of the two anchors of BSD Now is actually the project lead of PCBSD, which is like the big, the biggest user-friendly BSD distribution ah, in pretty. existence. But it's like, if, if the leader of Ubuntu was an anchor on the Linux Action Show, we would know about it. And here I am. I've like I I don't watch BSD now, but I've skimmed through it a couple times. And I'm like, who are these two guys? Like they don't have a green screen. They don't have any of the stuff the other shows have. They're just sitting in their bedrooms on like a webcam chat thing, talking about what's <laughs> happening with BSD. And I'm like, I thought these were two random Joes, and one of them's actually the, pro the project manager of one of the biggest BSD distributions in existence. Yeah. So that kind of goes to show how small they are. Because you asked how many people they have. Well, and that's the kind of scope we're talking about. Nobody knows who these people are. Mm -hmm. well, I was making a joke, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you can't just go making jokes. Someone, They're probably destroying something up there. Someone's causing My dogs are destroying something. Should I go and see what it is, or should I just leave it for Kirsten to clean up later? Uh, you probably shouldn't worry about it. This is important. Right? Yeah, this is important. Yes. Important. Uh, if we had a wireless camera, I would go up there, but we don't. We, we don't have that kind of technology. Investigative uh, dog hunters <coughs> work with a wireless camera. Exactly. That's we don't. You know, we could be the dog hunters. We right, need the yeah. wireless camera. We so, got a USB cord stretching across the basement, hanging in the air. Do you have a longer USB cord? Yeah, but it's kind of through the ceiling. It would reach upstairs if we took it out of the ceiling, but we're not going to do that because we're on air. So yeah, um, you do anything? Let's see. Let's start with earlier in the week. Uh, you do anything Monday, Sunday okay. or Monday? Yeah. No, no, it was really lazy. Because I I know what you did on Tuesday was uh, same thing that I did was we went to see a musical at the Muni, uh, which is an outdoor like play musical thing um, in St. Louis and yeah we saw Oklahoma yes and my dad has been talking about this for months months it's his favorite play his fa I'm sorry favorite musical um, and I didn't see anything special about it honestly it seemed like a stereotypical just plain old nothing special mid-1900s American dream type play. Yeah, basically. Like, I thought that nonsense that we saw last year was way funnier and way more entertaining than this thing. You have any uh, thoughts on, on Oklahoma? I mean, I thought it was... Uh, it was pretty good. It was, uh... uh nothing too special, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the... Yeah, even the song... You know, the songs weren't that... I mean... Impressive. Even, like, the main song that it's known for, I felt like they weren't even it wasn't, that... Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't say that... Yeah. I wouldn't say the actors were bad either, but, like, they weren't anything great. What was the... Why was it called Oklahoma? Because it took place in Oklahoma. Did it? Oh. Yeah. It, be, it, it took place in the Oklahoma Territory before it was uh, a state of okay. the United States. So that's why they were talking about how they were territory men. Because it was a territory, not a state. Mm, right, I didn't, I didn't catch that. That's like, yeah. I, that's what I assumed, but then they said stuff about, like, Missouri and stuff. Yeah, because Missouri was a state at the time, and, like, Missouri was one of the farthest western states. 
So right. Oklahoma is further west than that. So these people were like, you know, on homesteads. And actually, that was something, one of the most interesting parts of that play was the ending. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Oklahoma, skip a few minutes in the podcast. But um, at the end, you know, the main guy, who I can't remember his name, what was his name, the main guy? Uh, Shorty? Curly? Curly. Or Jed. No, Jed was the bad guy. Yeah, now the guy was Curly. Quote, unquote, bad guy. All right, so the main guy was Curly. The protagonist was Curly. Curly kills Jed. Uh, well, alright, Jed tries to kill Curly, which, I, you know, I felt sorry for Jed at the same time he got drunk and tried to murder him, but mm-hmm. at the same time, everyone was a jerk to Jed first, so it's like, it, you know, it kind of came around, you know, you mm-hmm. pushed him out of the town, so he's gonna come back. But, um, so Curly kills Jed in self-defense, and they have sort of a trial, and I would call it a drumhead trial, except that has a negative connotation. But it was yeah. this trial where it was like they were in front of of the house um, on Curly and that girl's wedding night or whatever. Yeah. And the, the Curly and his new wife are about to leave, and then, like, they need this... They Like, he has just killed Jed, so he needs to have a trial before he can leave town, mm-hmm. basically. And so there was the judge that was like, okay, you know, let's just sit down right here. You can say your little story, and then I'll pronounce you innocent. And then they had the federal marshal who was like, wait a second, that's not legal at all. And I don't know if you noticed, but I thought it was kind of strange how, like, when the federal marshal started saying that, I was like, okay, now we're going to have another plot arc where they're probably going to do this thing, and then the federal marshal's (laughs) going to bring, like, more cops in, or he's going to bring more military in. But nothing happened. Like, the federal marshal was like, like, you know, hey, you guys can't just have a trial on this front yard. This is clearly biased. And then, like, literally one of the lines, which was not a creative line at all, did you hear one of the one of the other people said, like, something very close to just, sh- like, shut up about being a federal marshal? <laughs> something like that, where yeah, it's, like, very dry, no thought went into that line at all, except, okay, what would somebody say to a federal marshal that they didn't, like, <laughs> shut up about being a federal marshal? Um, and part of, like, that was probably the, the most interesting part to me because I didn't really connect the historical, like, significance of the play. And this is how boring it was for me that I was, you know, I'm not big into history, but, like, I was remembering last year in APUS, we were learning about the territories and things, and there was very strong anti-federalist, like, feelings in those territories because it's like, oh, we're out here, we're free, we don't want the government coming out here and controlling us. So that was probably the most interesting part for me was the whole little anti-federal government thing toward the end. I guess. I didn't catch these from the federal government. I don't know why they called them federal marshal. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, got it. I got it. But but he just, like, stopped them. Yeah, I, I exactly. I, I expected there to be another act where there's, like, yeah, more stuff. I, don't know. I guess in some small town. But it's like, it's like a, in a perfect world for these people, these people lived in a world where you could tell the federal marshal to shut up, <laughs> nobody would come after you. Like, if that tr- happened today... People would get arrested, there would be news stories, but like, n- back then, it was literally, okay, let's sit down, uh, tell me your story, no, I'm gonna stop you right there, you're innocent, alright, go. <laughs> like, so yeah, yeah. that, uh, Oklahoma wasn't, wasn't great, but it was, uh, a, a play. <laughs> it was a play. Well, it was a musical. Musical's I keep calling play. the, I, I feel, I, yeah, there are plays that aren't musicals. So, yeah. 
That's I'm not too big of a musical person to begin with, um, or too much of a play person for that matter, but... I don't know. I kind of am. Yeah. But, I mean, we go to the Muni, like, all the time. You guys, yeah, you guys oh, do? Not this year, but usually we go to almost all of them anyways. <coughs> oh. But, like, you know, they're kind of like, meh. It's kind of interesting. I, um, when I went on the Colorado trip with the band, we saw a professional, like, this is a play that has been, these specific actors have been on Broadway thing where, with the Mamma Mia thing that I talked about in a previous podcast. Yeah. And then we also saw a melodrama, which was night and day, like, these are just, you know, ten max people in this, like, you know, small little restaurant doing this unprofessional thing. And, like, the Muni is in between. It is yeah. by no means a small establishment. The Muni is pretty big, and thousands of people can be seated there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the actors aren't that high quality that you get with like indoor shows downtown. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. So yeah. Um, every once in a while you get a big person, but yeah, it's not that it's yeah. huge. So those were my thoughts. Do you have anything to add? Add to that. I don't know. <laughs> I apparently I've seen that before. Oklahoma. But maybe because yeah. it was so average, I didn't remember it. My dad said they, well, they said in the program the last time they had played it was yeah. uh, 2007. Mm-hmm. And my dad said that we went to see it then. I didn't remember it either. Okay. So but it, maybe we're just too young. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Really but how many years ago was that? Uh, a lot. Eight years ago. Yeah. So, I don't even know. So I would have been... I would have been eleven. I would have been nine. So okay. we weren't that young, <laughs> but no. once again, it's not a, it's not something that sticks in your memory. But it's like it's like some like romantic thing and stuff. Sort yeah. Of. Could you imagine like two kids remembering like even paying attention to a play like that? I yeah. Mean, maybe if it was like Beauty and the Beast or something. <laughs> yeah. But like it was nothing like exciting. I guess. Yeah. I will okay. say I am uh, currently in the process of you know sometimes I arrange music for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am doing a piano thing for Kirsten to play the um, Cowman and the Farmer Should Be Friends that on piano. Good. Because I that was my favorite song, and Dad called it like a silly song. Like he, he, I think it was one of his least favorite songs because it has nothing to do with the plot. But in terms of like musical quality, it was my favorite song. Yeah. I, and like I couldn't I get it out of my head. And so I was like, okay, I, if I can't get it out of my head, then I need to arrange it, because then I'll be playing it over and over again for hours, and then I'll never want to hear it again. That'll take care of that problem. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, I'm going to backtrack to Monday um, before we went on Tuesday. That was Tuesday we saw the play. Mm-hmm. On Monday, I had uh, band had... No, 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 I'm not backtracking at all. It was on Wednesday. It's so my freshman year, the band had these Monday night rehearsals, and then the next year, they had them, like, alternating between Monday and Tuesday, but we still called them Monday night rehearsals. Then last year, they were just always on Tuesday. I still called them Monday night rehearsals. This year, they've been moved to Wednesday. And you can tell I just, like, started the story with on Monday, so I'm still confused about the whole thing. Uh-huh. Four years later. But um, on Wednesday, band had its first evening rehearsal of the year. And I won't, I, I won't say too much... Because I know I talked a lot about band camp and everything, and you're obviously not in band and couldn't give a flying crap about any of it. But we were doing we were doing uniform fittings, section by section, to make sure our uniforms fit. And, of course, uh, their philosophy is if it zips, it fits. 
Uh, it doesn't matter if you can actually breathe or not, <laughs> even though we're playing wind instruments, so that sucks. But then um, we were spending the entire night inside doing pet band music. Pet band? Uh, yeah, and the pet band music is designed... Normally we split up. The band divides itself into three pet band groups for basketball games. These small groups, normally we don't rehearse at all. We go there and then we practice for 30 minutes and then the game starts and then we just play these songs, you know, at halftime or whatever. But um, this year for some reason, well, there were some songs that the, the school wanted us to play um, on the first day of school. Um, so this year, the school's motto of the year is Don't Stop Believing. And Don't Stop Believing. So they actually went out and bought new pet band music um, all of it is like contemporary pop songs, and one of them was Don't Stop Believing. We have Don't oh, Stop Believing in a pet band arrangement now. Uh, which, it sucks, especially when you have a hundred plus people playing it at once, because it goes really slowly. And it's just quarter notes and eighth notes, because it's pet band music, so it's super easy. But it's like, it goes so slow, and it just... Pet band music gives me a headache when we play it with the entire band. It is not meant to be played with over a hundred people. It just drags too much, and it sounds like crap. Um, so yeah, that sucked on Wednesday night because I I was like I went there I was ready for outdoor you know I'm gonna you know spend some time outside we're gonna do the marching band show because you know we got a performance in a week you know nothing yeah, be. no big deal let's do pet band music no practice um, and then the first day of school happened. And yeah, I asked Kirsten if we could call her, uh, you know, the whole reverse call and thing that we do, where oh. she's not going to call us, but if we call her, then we can have her talk. Um, but um, about her first day of high school, but she's actually not available at the moment. Ah, uh, bad person. <clears throat> but yeah, I've got, you know, I've talked about the classes I'm taking, AP Music Theory, um, which is weird because I've got one of the band directors in AP Music Theory, and he's actually, he's the director that I don't have for concert band, because um, he teaches the lower concert uh. band. But um, uh, it's like, this is the first time that he's ever talked to me and not been either yelling at me or addressing the whole band at once. Uh, okay, so that's a plus. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. Like, And it's like yeah. that, there's six people in AP Music Theory, we're all in band, we're all seniors. But none of us have ever really talked to Mr. P before. <laughs> Wait, that's it? The six people? Yeah. That is a small class. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's kind of nice. We all know each other. Um, but, yeah. And then I've got Microsoft Applications. I asked you about. You said it was good. Now, did you do it for college credit? I didn't end up getting the college credit. All right. Like, I thought about it, then I didn't do it. Yeah. So, you had Miss Veneman. Yeah. This year, Mrs. Mendersky is teaching it. Uh, She's nice. She's very oh nice. Oh, yeah, she is. Um, the problem is, Miss Veneman had a master's degree in something that qualified her to teach Microsoft applications for college credit. Uh, this year, Mrs. Mendersky, she has a master's degree, but it's not in the right field where she's actually not allowed to teach at UMSL. So, like, UMSL's not... We still get the weighted GPA and everything, but UMSL is not going to let us do dual credit for Microsoft applications. They didn't say that when you signed up for it? Well, um, first of all, no, they did not. But second, I signed up because it was a conflict. Right. Um, and the other people who signed up, um, it's a really small class, too. There's, like, nine people in there. What? And 
everyone in there, they just took it as a blow-off class because they heard it was easy. And then I'm in there. Like, I'm the, like I don't know any of these kids because none of them take any AP classes, none of them take any honors classes. These are all, like, you know, blow-off kids. And so that's kind of awkward for me. But, yeah, the teacher was talking about that, and the teacher was actually concerned that we would be, you know, angry about that. And she was prepared for, you know, she said if we want to transfer into a different class that's also being taught this block, then we can go see the counselors. But she also offered to, she said, if you guys want uh, college credit really bad, then I am qualified to teach business technology for college credit. So we can just switch this block, and instead of me teaching you Microsoft applications, I can just teach you the business tech curriculum. And mm. then, that's a good deal. Uh, I mean, I all that seems like business tech is just Microsoft applications without Microsoft Publisher, and then add on like how to talk to your boss at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, there's a whole unit on sexual um, harassment, which after the eight weeks, I don't know if you recall the eight weeks of sexual harassment that we talked about in AP Language last year. You remember me complaining oh, yeah. about that a lot, right? Yeah. I don't that's want like, that sounds like fun to though. talk about that anymore. I'm sick of that. But yeah, um, honestly, I, I couldn't, I don't care Can you uh, just which class like, it is. Hey, don't sexually harass people. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, why do we need a whole unit on it? But um, yeah, I, I, she said that if, she, if we want her to do that, we all have to write letters to the principal requesting permission for her to do that. And I said, if everyone else wants to do that, then I'll write a letter. Then I kind of do that. But I don't, yeah. Okay. I don't know. So, yeah, that happened. Nothing else really exciting happened. We watched a Vsauce video in AP Prop and Stats. Um, yeah. Vsauce. Yeah, he's a big YouTuber. Have you heard of him? I mean, I- I've heard. <laughs> Of the name, yeah. but I didn't know that it was a YouTuber. Oh, like, I, yeah, I, he, I, yeah, he's super. I don't watch him personally, but he's I one of the most popular like, channels. Like a website with like articles. No. So obviously, I'm just completely he uninformed. he makes science videos so the people who watch him think they're really smart, but he dumbs it down so much that the people who watch him aren't actually that smart. So you just open that soda pretty loudly. Did I? I was like, what is that? Are the dogs down here? Did they get down here somehow? And then I realized it was you opening the soda. I, I thought he did it quietly. We'll I have to see if the mic picked that up or if I just sound crazy on the recording. I don't know. So I've been going off for a while. Uh, what else did you do this week? Let's see. You know what's the most call? Have you ever read the, um, you remember the, uh, what's his name? Lemony Snicket? Uh, you know him? I've heard of him. Yeah. Have I ever read the, the series you... of unfortunate events? Uh, I've read the first couple of them. Yeah, because I, I, I haven't s- finished it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> well, I haven't finished it either. Well, I sort All right, of have. Good. Well, <laughs> sort of. I, see, I went back and I thought about this. I'm like, I remember this. This was interesting from my childhood. So I should go back and like read this. This was in childhood, like middle school. Yeah. So I go back and I own. Books one, two, and three. Same. And then <laughs> twelve and thirteen. Not same. <laughs> and I know I've read like all the books that I own. So I don't yeah. know why I decided to skip all the ones in between. Huh. Maybe I just Did you like, get them from a library? No, or... I own them. No, like the ones in between. I doubt it. I doubt that I read thirteen of these books. And they get pretty big. 
So do like, they? They're really they're pretty small. The first few are pretty small. Okay, well, I guess I'm thinking of like thirteen in general. That one's like kind of thick. I mean, right. they're not they're nowhere near like Harry Potter status. Like they maybe make up like well, half like the 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 few that I have, the first three, they're like half of Artemis file at most. Yeah, I guess they're kind of small, but I I kind of started to read it, but you know, I kind of lost all hope for reading. I never had too much to begin with, but I used to kind of read, in a sense. I mean, because hmm. I remember you tried to get me to read Artemis Fowl at a time. Yeah, and back when I was obsessed with Artemis Fowl like, in uh, I middle never, school. I never started it. Yeah, but there's your first problem. <laughs> I sort of read then. but I, You sort of read what? Like, anything. Oh. Like, that. that's around where I kind of, like, stopped, I guess. Yeah, that's, yeah. I used to read more, but I haven't stopped reading for fun at all. Yeah. High school really slowed down. I used to read all the time in middle school, and then high school hit, and it's just, like, homework all the time. And, like, mm -hmm. when you're not doing homework, you don't want to read because you've been reading all this homework, so you want to, like, do other stuff. Yeah. But, so I ended up putting in the movie. Oh, again. oh a series of unfortunate events? Yeah. Because right. I guess, like, I bought that. And, like, in my head, I'm like, I hate this movie. Like, it's been from a while ago, so I don't remember why I hated it. Yeah. I just know, like, I hate this movie. Always a good way to relive a childhood memory is to watch a movie you hate. And I watched it. Did you hate it again? No, no, oh. no. I ended up liking it. All right. But I think, I mean, it's not, like, a good movie and like, in ratings and stuff still. Yeah. I think it's, like, a six point something. I don't even know if that's even true. Well, what rating is that? Because there's a ton of ratings. Out of ten. No, I, <laughs> I mean, who gave it that rating? I don't even know anymore. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. It might have been, like, someone. Oh, thank, I, I got Yahoo search. I got Yahoo search. Thanks, Firefox. Yahoo search. Thanks, Firefox. See, Ron Tomatoes gave it, like, 72%. That gave it 6.8 out of 10. So it's like, you know, it's just, okay. Mm, thanks, it's IMDb. Papa Bads. Yes. Not having it with a laptop but today. I guess I watched it wrong. Because I think when I was, like, back when I watched before, I watched it as, like, a serious movie. Oh, like, uh, yeah. This is going to be, like, all dramatic. And, like, it is dramatic. And it's about, like, orphans and stuff. Mm -hmm. And their house gets burnt down. And then they're basically turned into these, like, Cinderella children. Yeah. But I still, this time I watched it. And That's were, uh, literally about all I remember. I remember something about, like, sneaking out of some window... Yeah. There was, like, neighbors involved at some point. There was well, might have been a garden well, somewhere I'm in the sure, first three. Like... They were on a hill. <laughs> okay, well, see, that doesn't really help much, and I'm pretty sure, because, like, in the first book there, they got with the first, like, crazy guy who's he was, like, an actor. He was, like, this crazy actor. Yeah. Made him, like, do all this work. Yeah. And then he tried to kill them. And then, then they went to move to someone else. I'm pretty sure, like, each book, they, they right. moved to a new person's yeah. house. Yeah. He said the line, he's like, I love you guys as if you're actually wanted. And that cracked me up a little bit. But he said that straight to them. Huh. And like, I guess I watched this time in like a comedic way yeah. instead. So I thought it was pretty good when I watched it again. But hmm. I, I don't remember anything else. Like, I can't, now that you say that, I kind of want to go back and find other stuff that I actually hated. I don't know what's like a bad movie was. When I was a kid, except for like, like ones that I was too young to understand, like yeah. like an R-rated movie. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. 
I can't really remember any particularly bad, like, I can't remember any movies I've seen that I was like, wow, that was bad at the end of it. Except yeah. maybe 2001, A Space Odyssey. Space um, Odyssey. You know, have you seen that? 2001, A Space Odyssey. I don't know if I've seen it. But... It's referenced left and right, so I thought it would be pretty good, but I couldn't tell what the heck was going on. But I'm not alone in that. That's a popular thing that people don't understand what that whole thing was about. Hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, aside from that... It's rated G. No, it can't be. <laughs> well, I guess there's nothing... There's no swearing in it. There's nothing sexual in it. So yeah, I guess it would be rated G. And Super creepy, but... Okay, I thought it was made in 2001 and it was just called A Space Odyssey, but it's made in 1968. Yeah, it was a future movie. Which makes it even more... They were suggesting that HAL 9000 would exist in 2001. Okay. And do you remember it? Is it similar? Similar to what? How it was in 2001. Uh, in 2001, they didn't have cell phones yet, let alone What What did the ships. predict that they had? Uh, rock, well, no, spaceships. Oh. Like, deep, deep space exploration. Okay. Video calling, which didn't happen in 2001. Oh, it, wow. it, we waited a few years for that. I was going to be like, wait, that <laughs> is around. But yeah, artificial <laughs> intelligence. Um that we're still working on. We're getting there. Yeah. Sort and of. then at the end he there's a montage where he ages, but he sees himself aging and then it ends with him as a fetus floating over the earth in space, Benjamin. looking at the earth. Benjamin Button. I don't understand. Nobody understands. It's explained in the sequel, two thousand ten, the year we made contact, but I haven't seen that one yet. I really need to see that one. Because then I can actually tell you what it's about. Because, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. starts with, like... It starts and it looks... Uh, the first time we watched it, I thought I was watching um, Planet of the Apes. Because it opens with this black marble brick. Mm -hmm. And then all these, like, apes around it, screaming. And then yeah. it goes to the spaceship. Well, and, and apes yeah. are futuristic, I guess. I have Simple. no idea. But aside from that, like I said, that wasn't even like a bad movie. It was just I didn't know what how to judge it. Uh, but aside from that, um, there's no... Oh, Star Trek V. If you look on the Wikipedia page, the production section of the Wikipedia page is very long because it, it yeah. had all these budget cuts and all these problems, and it really shows. So you had to expect it at the same time. Well, I didn't look up the Wikipedia page until after I had watched it. And then after I watched it, I was like, why does this suck so bad? We started on that because you said you thought you weren't going to like the series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah, because I remember Are there that. any movies you've ever seen that you were just like, that was horrible? Like, just afterwards, that was a waste of my time. I That was bad? Uh, no, not really. I don't... Understand. I think you watch a lot more movies than I do. Well... I don't know, I didn't really watch a lot of movies, movies. Hmm. I don't know if I ever did. I remember when I was, like, 11, I watched, like, Prison Break and stuff. Like, I watched big, well, not big movies. But, like, I don't think they were made for people my, like me. <laughs> like, people my age, I'm pretty sure. <coughs> I don't remember what I ended up watching. Nothing, like, comes back to me. Like, if I see a title, I'll be you like, guys oh, have that. All those DVDs, or at least you used to, Adam's Basement has this shelf 
it's a rotating shelf. It has, it's gotta have hundreds of DVDs. Well, yeah, but like, I don't watch them. Is my plan? Because like, we always watched them when I came over. Yeah, yeah, we we did when you came over. Like, like me and Kirsten. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. I mean, but like, I watch a movie. I think it's good, and then like, I want to own it still. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But then I never want to watch it again. Like I've already seen I, it. But you've seen it first. You saw it. So yeah, you know yeah. what happens. Generally it's not like you got all these DVDs that you've never seen the movie. No, before. no, I've seen them all. I totally get like Stargate. I've seen all of the Stargate stuff, but I'm still collecting all the Stargate DVDs because mm -hmm. they they were so good. I want to own that franchise. Yeah, but but it's weird because like my mom's always like, oh. Why, why do we own these if you never watch them? And I'm just like, I don't know. Might as well. You can't get rid of them. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> They're good movies, I guess. You know, when the apocalypse happens, and Netflix and Hulu and all of the other cloud services are no longer accessible because the internet has vanished from existence, you will be able to make a fortune off of hard copy DVDs. Because that people will still be able to watch them. They won't be able to watch movies online. They won't even be able to pirate movies online. But they'll still be able to watch DVDs. Will there be electricity after the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, portable DVD player, because I thought, will there be, like, computers and stuff? But I don't know about the electricity thing. <laughs> portable DVD players, maybe. I haven't seen one of those in a while. We own a couple, well, yeah. but of course we also own an Atari and a Super we, Nintendo. We have a lot of broken ones. Like we have a couple broken. DVDs. Yeah, I mean portable DVD players are never super feature rich or high build now, quality. The ones that I've seen are still like a foot thick. Yeah, yeah, they're like a really crappy laptop that all it does is play DVDs. I mean, it would probably be better. Do like the, like the Chromebooks and stuff have? No, slots. like, Chromebooks don't even have slots for them. Oh, you know, DVD slots are too thick. So, um, you know, your computer right. doesn't have a DVD player in it. No, it doesn't. Um, this one does, but, like, uh, if we're going to keep making things thin and light, then, you know, people... And we've got the cloud now. Uh, my dad stumbled onto... My dad was watching Leave it to Beaver on Netflix. Ooh. How many seasons of the, that are there? I know, there's quite a lot. There's a lot of seasons of that. And yeah. he was on season two, and they took it off of Netflix. And yeah. he he was talking to me about it. He didn't understand how they would just, one day it was there, the next day it was gone. And that's exactly what happened to me with Stargate, was one day it was there, and then the next day it was gone. I had some warning first. He didn't get like, the message that it was going off. But it's like, that's happened to me on iTunes before, where one, which is even worse, because that's a song I paid for, where one song was on there once... And then now, if I go to my iTunes library and mm. click download all of the songs I purchased, that song, for some reason, isn't registered to my account anymore. Huh. Um, that is yeah, a problem with the cloud. Um, that's why I still like DVDs and, and uh, things. Yeah. I don't collect CDs. Because, like, media, like MP3 files, at least you can download them and right. back them up to an external yeah. hard drive. But, like, Netflix, if they decide to take it off, tough luck. You're not watching that again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, unless yeah. you want to go out and buy it yourself, which defeats the point of having Netflix. Mm. But yeah, that's a problem with the cloud. Yeah. But you know, everything's in the cloud, so if you speak out against the cloud, then you're just stupid and you don't know, you know, behind the times. People don't understand the cloud. No, they do not. Speaking of revoking access to videos, 
I told you that last weekend RTX happened. Yes. Yeah, so I watched... I, I didn't watch any of the panels live, actually. Um, but this year, since our uh, Rooster Teeth is now the largest channel on YouTube... Rooster. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit ago. <laughs> and um, since they're doing all this partnership stuff with YouTube, the past few years, RTX has been live-streamed. They've live-streamed all their panels through Twitch. And they'd live stream them, but like there's no recording. You know, Twitch isn't gonna have this up for recording what we're doing right now. Twitch no. just by default doesn't record. So they stream it. If you tune in live, great. If you don't tune in live, you miss it. You just oh, don't see it. Yeah. Or you can just pay to go to RTX, which is what they want people to do. But in the past, people have still like used screen recorders and things to record the Twitch stream, uh, which I was really appreciative of um, for watching older RTX panels. But this year, Rooster Teeth used YouTube to stream. Uh, instead of Twitch. And so they actually made a lot of people angry. Twitch, what they did was, due to the nature of Twitch, you can only be streaming one stream at a time per account. Mm -hmm. So they would make a separate account for every room at RTX and then stream each room. Like every, ro every room with panels at RTX would just have a live stream on a separate Twitch channel. Right. It's like tune in to the channel that you want to see the room for. And um, on YouTube, you can have as many streams going at once as you want. So they put up, and this year RTX expanded. It was taking place in both a convention center and two hotels. Oh, wow. Three buildings. Each one of them had several panels going on at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's getting huge. Um, and they were streaming all of them. So like on Friday, they put up eight YouTube videos that were all just like, more than eight, like yeah. probably over 10 YouTube videos on Friday that was like, RTX 2015 Austin Convention Center Room 16, RTX 2015 Austin Convention Center Room 17, and then Room 18, yeah. and then like RTX 2015 JW Marriott, uh, you know, Center Stage, like all that, they put up all these videos and flooded everyone's subscription box on Friday. Then on Saturday, they did the same thing because they, they had to redo the stream because of how YouTube works, where you can only start, uh, you know, start and stop streaming once, which is why I don't use it for our website. Um, they had to remake all the videos on Saturday and then on Sunday once again. So for three days in a row, all of the thousands of subscribers to Rooster Teeth had their inboxes flooded. Really? They got them all. <clears throat> uh, of course, because, you know, if you yeah. subscribe to a channel, then you see all the videos from it. <laughs> no, I mean, they put up, like, all Oh, the yeah, they put up all of the rooms, yeah. Um, but I actually thought, okay, this is a pretty good system, uh, seems pretty organized. Um, one thing was, on Twitch, they always just clicked start, and then, like, it was streaming. They just left the camera on all day. Yeah. Um, this year, they, since they were a bit more organized with it, they actually, between panels, they were playing a loop of Rooster Teeth content. So, like, recent episodes of Red vs. Blue, recent episodes uh -huh. of some of the Achievement Hunter shows, um, which I would have preferred that they just had a blank screen that said RTX on it, like, with the RTX logo. Um, because when you're scrubbing through the scrub bar, like, on the bottom of the screen, and you can see yeah. the preview of where oh, it is, yeah. it's like, I can't tell what is part of a panel and what's part of that video in between the panels. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so, like, on what I did was on Saturday, I watched the Ruby panel that occurred on Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was happy I did that, although one other complaint I have is RTX, they always cut the stream out during, like, previews of things. 
So the Ruby panel had two previews of Volume 3 of Ruby. They cut both of those. Um, like, the Social Disorder panel had a preview for Social Disorder Season 2. They cut that, you know. They always mm -hmm. cut all the previews out of the live stream because it's like, if you want to see the previews, come to RTX. Right, Otherwise, wait six months for the content to come out. Um, which I get where they're coming from, but... I didn't do this for the other panels, but for the Ruby panel, I just Googled, you know, RTX 2015 Ruby footage, and, like, people in the audience have their phones out and are recording it, and so you can go on Tumblr and find some shaky cam footage of someone pointing at the screen. <laughs> it, so it's like, who do they think they're fooling by cutting the stream? You might as well just not make me go that extra step and just leave it in the stream, because I'm going to see the video anyway. Even if you cut the stream, you're just going to annoy me a little bit more. But yeah, I watched the Friday panel, the one Friday panel on Saturday, and then on Sunday I watched um, like one panel from Saturday, the Founding Fathers panel, and then on Monday, the um, so all of these panels, they had a, I'm sorry, th this was very confusing, so that's why it might seem confusing explaining it. Every single room had an eight-hour panel for, th you know, times three for three days. Yeah. So to find, the panels are like an hour and a half each. So to find the panels that you needed, you actually had to go to the RTX schedule online, figure out what time the stream started, and do the math of what time did this panel start, and then the start of the stream plus this many hours will get me to that time of the day, and that's when that stream starts. Yeah. That's confusing. So a very nice community member on r slash Rooster Teeth on Reddit set up this mega thread. He went through, did that math for every single panel. Um, all of the, you know, Friday panels, Saturday panels, Sunday panels. He did, he gave time-stamped links to every single panel that they streamed from RTX. Ooh. In this huge master yeah. thread. And then Monday rolls around, and Rooster Teeth made every single video private. Oh. All of the RTX oh. stream videos <laughs> private. And we, we've we had, you know, Twitch doesn't record. Twitch doesn't record, and in the past they've always used Twitch. So, like, I guess it was assumed YouTube, by default, does record. And so uh, Rooster Teeth didn't have it set to unlisted to begin with on YouTube. They had it set to public, so we all just assumed, okay, well, they've got all these videos on their YouTube channel. They'll still be there after RTX ends, right? Like, I'm pretty happy, like, they didn't private the Friday videos until Monday because like I watched a Friday video on Saturday and people who were planning on watching those on um, on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or any other time like they can't get to any of those now because they're all private now there are the people downloaded before that happened um, you know there's a period where YouTube pushes changes so when some people started experiencing problems playing those videos back other people started downloading the videos because you can download videos from YouTube um, with, like, third-party programs. So they started downloading the programs that they could still access. So, like, probably a third of the panels are available on unofficial YouTube accounts that could be removed at any point in time for copyright, although uh, Rooster Teeth has never really done anything about those in the past with people recording their Twitch streams. But it was just like, you flooded everyone's inbox for three days with these videos. I was actually impressed with like the camera work they had a person dedicated to just standing with the live stream Ooh. camera 
pointing it at, you know, whoever people were talking. And then they had these control rooms in every building where people, all, all of the times that they cut the stream, the last words you heard was somebody on the panel saying, okay, cut the stream. And then they had a control room where when you hear, okay, cut the stream, push button and the stream cut, that, like how much infrastructure do you have to set up? This was a huge live streaming thing. They probably put hours into just planning it, let alone like hiring all the people to stand there and do that. And then the day after it's over, you take them all down. Oh, I wow. don't get it. Uh, what could they gain from taking them down? Like, they want people to go to RTX. Yeah. But you could, you could see the panels anyway without being there, live. You're just punishing people who have things to do on the weekend. That's, exactly. You know, if you have things to do, I don't know. What possible, what could they gain by taking the videos down? Absolutely What nothing. could they gain? Like, I'm seriously... I mean... Do, do you think that them taking this year's panels down will get more people to go next year? Maybe. I guess not, like, this year. But if they, like, if they never did it... Like, if they didn't live stream at all, I could see it. Yeah. But it's like, first you give us this crippled live stream with none of the exclusive content, so you're taking, you're still keeping the exclusivity, because you're still mm. not showing the previews, and then they put it all private. And, like, everyone on Reddit was, like, you know, blowing up about it. Nobody can really complain on YouTube because you can't comment on private videos. But Rooster Teeth has just been completely silent about it. As if, like, everyone on Reddit was like, you know, the like, first the That's people came through that was like, oh, this is an outrage, you know, we spent all this time timestamping all these, they didn't even give us good timestamps. Rooster Teeth could have provided the timestamps, mm -hmm. and these community members did it. And then, um, and then you had the next wave of people come through that were like, don't worry, don't worry, this is probably a temporary thing, they're probably going to download the videos, edit them, and then just re-upload them. But, like... Definitely. I've been going back to that Reddit thread every day and refreshing the page, and there's no new news on it a week later. And it's like, did, I almost can't believe that this would be their plan the whole time to just take them down. But it's like, they should have said that before. When they announced, hey, everyone, we're using YouTube to live stream everything, they might have said, oh, by the way, if you don't see it live, you're not going to see it at all, so go ahead and tune in live, you know? Yeah. Like, that seems like something they would want to tell people. Maybe, I guess. Did that seem too ranty? Like, Rooster Teeth, like, when I'm talking no, about no. school, then it's one thing. Because school is something that literally only applies to me. Nobody on the internet gives a crap about me at school or me at band. But, like, Rooster Teeth, there are a lot of people who follow Rooster Teeth. Um, and a lot of people who are uh, confused about that. So, yeah. Huh. 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 That's all Adam has to say. I didn't know that exists in the first place. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting story. Were you bored by that? No, I wasn't or was bored it... by it. I thought it would be interesting to hear about that. Because I knew you wouldn't be following the live streams, but I thought it was interesting. That... What's worse is I was gonna follow them, but then I forgot about it, and it's like Monday rolls around, I'm like, oh wait, that just happened. Oh. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but... I would like it if they put the streams up, like... I don't know, some of the other channels would put, like, their stream, their streams up anyways, like, specifically. Like, they would have someone in their group. Yeah. Anyways. But then they didn't even do it this year either, so, like, huh. 
And it, Rooster Teeth, um, you know, at E3 earlier this year, yeah. which is Microsoft's gaming conference, Rooster Teeth was, like, the official YouTube streamer. If you went to, like, YouTube.com, it, it would have the little thing that said, hey, E3's going on right now at the top. And, like, mm-hmm. if you click on that, it takes you to your Rooster Teeth stream. And they're going to be doing that for PAX, too. Yeah. And during PAX, if you go to YouTube, there's going to be a banner at the top of YouTube that sends you to Darn Rooster Teeth. Like, they are the biggest, it blows my mind. Because, yeah. like, you know, a few years ago they weren't the biggest, and now they are. It's like, huh. They're going places. Yeah. They're already places. Yeah, well. So, um, you got any rants this week, or? Rants. You know, anything to talk about? Um. What were you doing? I guess that was last weekend, so we've already <laughs> passed that. Yeah. You do anything in the past couple of days? When does Merrimack start? Uh, next Wednesday, uh, not Wednesday, next Monday. Alright. So we've still got a full <coughs> week before that starts. Hmm. That's gonna be fun. But on the bright side, like, I, I have the day until, like, 1, and then Tuesday I don't have school. Yeah, that's so right. it's not that big of a deal, I guess. That's going on. I looked like an idiot. Why? I went in and... To get my, maybe I said this, I don't know. <laughs> to get my, like, new, like, school ID and parking pass. Alright. And so I went up there and I'm like, hey, I need an ID. Let's do this. Gave him all my okay. stuff and we got it all set up. She's like, send this chair so I can take your picture. They're, right. they're just talking about, like, what are they talking about? I don't know. Hawaii 5 or something like that. Da 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 da. I guess. Yeah, and so I'm feeling awkward in there, just having these three people just talk about this stuff while I'm trying to get my stuff done. Yeah. And then she just goes, it says you already have one. I'm like, what? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. And she's like, the, you know, these things last for five years. I'm like, oh, well. Oh. <laughs> Man, I guess I didn't know that. I, it's a two-year... You go to Merrimack to get a two-year associate's degree. Why would your ID last for five years? I don't know. Why not six? Why not four? Or why not just the two that you're going to be there? Who knows? Why five? Stupid, I guess. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. I thought you were going to say, like, you had already come in the previous week and forgotten about it. <laughs> that might would have been worse. Yeah. No, yeah, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I, I'm used to going in to get a new ID picture taken every every year. And then I'd look, and there's a piece of paper, like, on the front door that says... Oh. That says it lasts for, like, five years. All but right. Like, well, there's the kicker. you got to well, read I mean, signs and stuff. Yeah, but you can read these days. But Not so. you. Because <laughs> you stopped reading in middle school, right? Yes. Well, okay. That's but, what you said earlier. Yes, it is. <laughs> it 100% is and I guess like the parking pass they have two like I always wonder because they have the blue ones and like the yellow ones and right. I'm like why what's so special about these yellow ones do, which one do you have I have a blue one alright did you find out what's special about well, the yellow yeah, ones yeah the yellow ones are one year ones I guess ah. and my blue ones are five year one as well <laughs> Alright. I wonder, I'm assuming, like, I can work <coughs> there for five years. Now. Yeah, exactly. Three years after you've already stopped going there, you will yeah, still I be mean, able to use it as a parking I spot. I mean, maybe if they look it up, like, the student's not a member, you can't be parking there. But well, you've not... got an ID. They can't say you're not a member if you've got a valid well, ID. I guess, but they can say, I guess they can say they're not going to the school anymore, still. Eh. So, so but they're not going to look it up anyways, like. Yeah. I, I went through a long time and it was just like, parked in a spot without my little parking pass. Like, I normally don't put that up anyways. And I never got towed or anything. Yeah. So they, they don't look. Like, you got, like, one guard who drives around in his little buggy <laughs> and, they goes, and maybe looks or stuff. I've never seen huh. anyone. Like, campus security up there. 
but like I should do some investigating and call campus security to tow a car just to see what happens. You should do that. You should do that and get back to us on uh, how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Make cool. sure you do it from a phone number that's not your own. <laughs> Maybe use a voice modulator should of I some sort. Steal a phone. <laughs> you don't have to steal a phone. Make a Google Voice account. A Google Voice account. True. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's going to happen. I'm not excited for school, but that's whatever. I'm planning on buying, like, one folder. And, like, like last year I bought, like, a bunch of binders and a bunch of notebooks and pencils. Yeah. Uh-huh. I came, like, fully prepared. And then I always ended up using one folder and one notebook. Yeah. Anyways, like, or maybe, like, two because I usually had, like, a scrap notebook. So it usually didn't matter. Like, all my notes would usually get jumbled up anyways. But school's getting yeah. harder, so maybe it's not a good idea to have, like, five different classes' notes in one notebook. Eh, you know, this year, um, you know, I'm a senior in high school now, and, the like, my freshman year, they told us, you guys need to have a binder for every class. And then I ended up that year only, you know, using a couple binders each day. And then, like, the last year, I still had teachers saying, you need a binder just for this class. But, like, the teachers never check it. Yeah. So this year I only got one binder for A days, one binder for B days. I'm going to keep all my papers in those two binders. They're all going to be mixed up. But, like, I did that last year and it worked fine. So I'm yeah. with you. Like, screw organization. <laughs> you know, it's easier just to be able to carry around everything yes. in but one. Last semester my grades, grades dropped just a little bit. Oh, yeah. So we probably need to get those get back up there. You know, I... <laughs> just another funny thing. Um, in um, uh, Microsoft Application slash Business Technology, when the teacher was talking about the college credit thing, she mentioned, oh, yeah, and you need to have a minimum of uh, 3.0 grade point average Easy. to, yeah, to exactly, to uh, get college credit through UMSL. And, like, three kids raised their hands and said, we don't have grade point average. It's, seriously? What do you have to get in every class to get a 3.0 a B? Yeah, um, if you get a B in every class, you get a three point oh, with no weighted classes. Mm-hmm. I think I ended up with like a three point one or something. Yeah, I don't have too high. But was that uh, weighted or do uh, you know? Do I, you know what scale? Like, I'm I'm filling out the application, the online application for Missouri S and T. Yeah, and they say put your GPA in blank out of blank. And it says only write the GPA that appears on your transcript. My transcript shows my weighted GPA, which is 3.8, but then my unweighted GPA is 3.6. So then I know it's 3.6 out of 4.0, yeah. but they say only put the GPA that appears on your transcript. So then the 3.8, I don't know what that's out of. Who knows? Hmm. And I did that's a bunch weird. of math to try and figure it out, but I still think I'm wrong. <laughs> and I don't want to like look like an idiot and like submit the wrong GPA yeah. so you don't know no I've I haven't I haven't applied really for a college but like you don't know what um, no, so what know. weight thing I get does did Merrimack ask you GPA no what I don't think so Mer oh because right. you can do that without a high school you don't need like high school or anything for that really well, they, yeah, but like they don't care they'd that. still might want it for class placement well, or yeah, like, co- like I mean, f- uh, you know financial aid or whatever. 
Oh, and I feel because like that's I'm... partially based on. Well, I th- I think financial aid asks for your GPA, but I don't think <coughs> Merrimack does. Yeah, and the financial aid, at least like the you know the FOSFA or whatever and A plus program, those are easy because they say unweighted, but yeah. like S and T, it's like put what appears on your transcript. I think I took two weighted classes in high school. Yeah, I think I I, I guess Microsoft applications was weighted. Yeah. And I took, like, what was it, financial planning, too. I'm pretty sure that was weighted. Huh. I think. Not 100% sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Huh. I don't know. One of my friends has already been accepted to S&T yeah. for the 2016-2017 school year. Yeah. And I feel really stupid. I hang out in, like, the crowd of smart kids, but I'm, like, the dumbest of the smart kids. So yeah. it's like, well. I don't want to ask what the you know what the scale is because it's like it's probably obvious for them. they've already been accepted so they clearly know what it is but it's like yeah you can just like google it ask uh, well, I, ask i did i googled like but it's like it's not standardized between schools yeah, schools yeah. can use whatever weight they want for uh for weighted ones or whatever scale they want it is weird well, i don't know so yeah <laughs> On that note, I got Windows 10. Yeah, how you liking it? Oh, I love it. Like, they didn't do anything, like, major that I noticed. Like, nothing stands out as, like, this is a major, like, game changer. Yeah. Or anything. It's just, like, subtle differences. Like, when you just have a window open and where even where it has, like, like, that close and stuff, it's, like, it just has a nicer look to it. It's cleaner. I don't like the, um, we've got it on a screen right here on my computer. I don't like, it's a little difficult to see, like, when an app, see, like, that, I feel like there should be a better indicator that that's open. I know that that little bar is there, but it's like, if I click on this, like, is it going to launch a new window? It doesn't. It opens up that one, but it's like, I, I don't know. (laughs) I don't like. Yeah. I think that that should still be, like, see how it, like, lights up when I got my mouse over it? Yeah. I think it should do that all the time if it's open. But these are all, like, your pin stuff only. Yeah, no, but it does that with non-pin stuff, too. See, if we minimize, well, I don't have any (laughs) (laughs) non-pins. It's all on the other desktop. All right, here, look, we can show the stream the other desktop. Hope nothing's on there. There we go. So then, um, I don't know. If we open up, I don't want to open up anything heavy. VNC viewer. All right. Okay. So see, now that appears down here on this monitor. Um, right. Well, I have. And like, if you click on here, it's still it. See, it blends in with the pen stuff too. Mm-hmm. I haven't like worried about it. I haven't really noticed it, especially. Yeah. Uh, it's working fine for me. Except for like, I I had a dumb moment. Or I couldn't find, like, I was trying to find, like, a program that wasn't on, like, my desktop. And it took me a minute to find out, like, where that stuff was. Oh, the all programs like, and everything? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know, like... <coughs> and then, I don't think it was Windows 10 that was having the issue, now that I think about it. But it happened right after I upgraded to Windows 10. And it sort of stopped happening now. But, like, the internet kept cutting out. Oh. Like... Because, like, it just said, but, like, every time I did the troubleshoot to, like, DNS server, I don't know if that oh, yeah. not responding. Yeah. Not working. Yeah. Do, do you use, you've got AT&T? Yeah. So you're probably using AT&T's DNS server. Charter's DNS service goes down so much, I just use Google's. 
Yeah. Do you know how to switch it? No, I don't. But I haven't had issues with it before now. Yeah. Really. And it, it just happened, like, I don't know, like, every, like, few hours or, like, six hours or yeah. so, it would shut down again. Or... Yeah, the good thing about the DNS error is, like, I can tell you with relative certainty if you change your DNS settings, yeah. then it will fix that. If it said, like, not connected to a network, that would be a problem. But, like, DNS error, like, we know how to fix that. That's but good. It, uh, have you? Was it one time that it happened, or was it? It intermittent? happened multiple times. Yeah, like quite a bit. Mm. But it's not now. Have you turned off the telemetry options in Windows 10? That's an option. What does that even mean? Tracking your, you know, your keystrokes and you do you? I hope you don't have. Do you have Cortana turned on? Yeah. All right. So your microphone's always on too, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm guessing you haven't turned off the keystroke or thing. You're using Edge, so have you turned off the browsing history logger that sends all of that to Microsoft? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, because it's on by default. Uh, I'll have to work on that, I guess. That'll be a thing. You don't I go on, on Vote, uh, which is like Reddit, but more conspiracy stuff. Um, but it's like all this anti Windows 10 stuff, but like I actually care about it because it's like you know me, I don't like the NSA and everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like Adam's computer, if he left it at the default settings, you've got a keylogger running mm -hmm. and you've got all of your browsing history. And even people like, people are like, oh, it only sends your browsing history if you're using one of the Microsoft browsers. You know, nobody uses Edge, nobody uses Internet Explorer, and but like Adam's using Edge. Yeah. He left everything in the default settings. Everything you're doing on that computer is being tracked and sent to Microsoft where the government can access it basically without a warrant. Mm -hmm. So then I've turned off everything that I can, but there's there's some parts of that. It's like all of the stuff combined, all the tracking stuff combined, it's called telemetry. Some of the telemetry options you actually cannot um, turn off unless you are using an, a, uh, an enterprise edition of Windows. Mm -hmm. have, I, I've have I told you about this before? Because I don't want to repeat it if I have. So. But it's no. like Microsoft is saying large corporations are allowed to have secrets but individuals are not allowed to have secrets. Hey. <laughs> and it's like, I've never been one to not trust corporations. I am, like, more trusting of Google than I am of the United States government. But the fact that Google's allowed to keep things secret from the government, and I am not, they got it's the like, money. well, I'm a person, though. True. You are a person. So, you know, shouldn't I be able to not get tracked? Maybe. So that's why I'm using Linux still as my main thing. But yeah, Windows 10, I do like the experience. I like everything about yeah. it. I just don't like the telemetry stuff because I'm a tinfoil nut job. <laughs> um, tinfoil hat nut job. Not just random tinfoil. I'm not that crazy. See, I mean, I'm not doing anything illegal or anything. You know. Shut up. <laughs> but, Shut up. Yeah, yeah, I Darn still don't like, want it. I still don't want it on, but I'm not like... It doesn't, like, <coughs> worry me necessarily. I would not use it as my normal operating system. I would refuse to, to yeah. use it as my normal operating system, and you are using it as your well, primary operating system. You. Yeah, I'm me. <laughs> you're you. Exactly. <laughs> Have you done any more Blender tutorials? 
Because well, we're getting to the point, we don't need to start with a big series. We can make one-off videos in Blender to practice. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where sooner or later I'm just going to have to make a video. I, I've kind of been doing it, but then like whenever I went on like vacation, I kind of like lost all drive because I just went two weeks yeah. without doing anything, and then it was then it was going here for another week, and I was just super worn out still. I don't know if it's like the guides that I sent you. Were you using the guides I sent you, or just yeah. others? Yeah. If you don't like those, you can use whatever guides you want. You don't have to follow those guides. Those are just the ones that I follow because I like the repetitiveness of a traditional classroom thing because that's from an actual college professor. But, like, you can just go to, you know, Blender Guru or whatever, you know, you can Google Blender tutorials and do whatever you want. Because um, as I, I watched the uh, Rooster Teeth Animation panel uh, uh, from RTX during the live streaming thing, and as they pointed out, it doesn't matter what tutorials you're following because you're still gaining experience in the program. Right, yeah. You're going to get better just naturally by doing whatever. You can just be doing random stuff. You're still going to get a little better. Mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, I have a feeling you're never going to pick that up again. <laughs> I so will. Oh, actually, it's like I feel bad because you have no interest in it. You have no interest in it. Be honest. Do you I, have any interest in it? Some. Were, would you have ever considered doing it had I not told you to start doing it? Probably not. Yeah, I really, really do want to find some people who actually got into animation, like by themselves because they'll actually have the drive to do it but then I can't do that right now because yeah. people don't take high schoolers seriously for good reason well, of course. it's like look at how this place turned out Hey, I think it turned out... I'm going to finish the last two episodes of Displaced. I've got 10 out of the 12 episodes written for season 2. Uh, that is going to be finished this weekend. 12 episodes. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> They're going to be a bit longer. Um, we're going to have to go all out with the sets. And when I say all out, I mean actually all out, not all out like we did last year for the first <laughs> set. <laughs> uh, the first set that we saw for all of one episode and then all the other ones we crapped out on. Yeah. The good thing about uh, season 2 is like... The idea was, oh, it all takes place in Atlantis, so we just have to make Atlantis really cool. That's it, right? Mm -hmm. But then I added in the whole sub, like, B-plot with the rescue team, so we're actually going to have to build home, you know, Tanara Command, a spaceship. We're going to have to rebuild two or three of the sets from Season 1 mm -hmm. in the yeah. new mod pack. What? We're professional builders now. Yeah, we're so, professional Minecrafters. We'll make it. We'll make some pretty cool-looking buildings. I told people that episode one would be out by January, so we've got cool. until then. Okay, that's quite a lot of fun. <clears throat> but yeah, we'll so. start. We'll start voice acting within the next couple of weeks, actually. Okay. Um, and I'm thinking, if we can get all of the voice acting done relatively quickly then we can spend a lot of time on animation, and then I actually want to leave myself plenty of time for editing. I really do think that things will turn out better if I edit them all beforehand, right. rather than week to week like I did last year. Um, and then I want to leave myself a good few weeks for music composition as well. Because mm -hmm. um, once again, last year, last year all the editing and all the music was done on a deadline of a couple hours, <laughs> which was really stupid. 
Because yeah. I had 38 weeks to pull my crap together and do stuff in advance, but I didn't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, this year it's only 12 episodes. Oh my, I'm so thinking we should be able to, to get that done. Hopefully. So, um, anything else you want to touch on? Let's see. This week, I've more been focusing... Not focusing, but I've been super into One Piece still. That's all. Ah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's all I've been doing, Yeah, actually. And then, like, sleeping... Oh, is that on what website did you say you're watching that on? I don't know. It's like one anime or something. Oh, watch. I don't know. <laughs> was it legit? You said it was not legitimate. I don't think it is. All right. Anymore? <laughs> anymore? <laughs> oh, you mean you don't think it is anymore? Not like they used to be legitimate, but not yeah, All right. I'm well, no, it's just not. But it's like a ceiling. I'm only like a hundred episodes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I'm, I'm not, you know, not gonna criticize. But yeah, I'll um actually have to look that up because I'm always telling people to watch stuff that I like. But, but like, it's like, oh, still, it's anime. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Past the weirdness. Yeah. At f- yeah, we yeah we kind of talked about that last week. But when I first started watching Ruby. Uh, I kind of felt like, okay, I am now the stereotypical nerd (laughs) that, like, watches anime. Because I've always prided myself, I may be a nerd, but, like, I don't play Nintendo, you know, Pokemon games. I don't do, like, Magic the Gathering, and I don't watch anime. And, like... So, no. (laughs) You've got that. Is that a bad thing? Okay, yeah, wait a minute. Just, like, to point out, you may not have done any of that. But I remember a point where you did more than I did, a lot more, Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't do it any more than you did. You did really? Well, how many weeks did we, I think did you go I there? I couldn't have done it more than like four times. No, it was more than four. Was it? I think you went there like probably five or six times. Well, at least I drove you there four times. But I think there's a couple. There were a few times that you drove up there, and then I rode my bike up there. Yeah. So uh, my freshman year of high school, there was this junior in band who invited uh, my friend Reese, who was in my class, to play Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which it wasn't really Dungeons and Dragons. What was it called? Like dungeon. No. <laughs> no, like gatekeeper. No. No. Um... It was an off-brand Dungeons and Dragons. Adam's gonna look it up right now. And we were playing that in was it was Play and Trade, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so Play and Trade was right across, or it's in the same strip mall as um, Emo's Pizza. Um, so we would get a pizza and then we would play Dungeons and Dragons, and yeah, that went on for Adam says he remembers four weeks of it. Uh, I'm gonna say so Adam funny. went at least five weeks, and then I only went like three or four weeks without you. Yeah. And like the and, but like you were there the last week, because yeah. you remember me getting pissed off at those people and leaving there and being like, yeah, we're not gonna come back next week, <laughs> so don't wait for That's us. It. Um, so, but yeah, like I came there three or four weeks before you started going, and then you started going because we need an extra person. And yeah, I was like, I well, let's see, who do I know? My freshman year of high school. I know Michael. I'm not gonna bring him anywhere. Um, the only other person I know is Adam. So I texted Adam. I was like, "Hey, we're at Play and Trade. You want to play D and D with us?" And I, yeah, I roped him into that. And I actually, I feel like if we had a better dungeon master and better players, then I could have enjoyed D and D a bit more. Yeah, that's true. 
I wish I could have me like wished I could have started from scratch. Also, because I just like got like, oh, did you inherit someone else's character? Yeah, they're like, we're gonna give you this. This character is really OP. We're gonna give you this character. Yeah. And we're not gonna tell you anything about it. And you know what? Since you don't know how to play D and D, we're going to tell you what you're gonna do as well. Huh. I didn't even remember that they were telling you what to do. I mean, so like, that's a, like, like that's like a difference of perspective of, thing. Because uh, I was focused on my own stuff, so yeah. they might have been. I don't know. I was just like, I guess there was a complete like cycle out, like restopped going the, the last couple weeks. That girl, those, yeah. there was at least one girl that started coming there, just the last couple weeks. Yeah, because there's the two girls and the one. The one girl brought her friend. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They weren't there the first few weeks. No, be no like before you were there. Oh, hmm. but yeah. The anyway. So that was a bad experience. But what was it called? Oh, I didn't find it. I'm bad. Uh, Off. Brand Dungeons and Dragons. This is called Googling, kids. Um, okay. Oopsie. I accidentally clicked on that. <laughs> the board game. Um, it did it start with an A? I don't think so. Start with a B? I, I seriously thought it might have started with an A. But, um... Oh... Dungeons and Dragons. Is that what you searched <laughs> yeah. like game? Hey, can you get any better results than <clears throat> um, results? I just did. Does this not do the uh, middle click to open in a new tab? I don't think so. No, it doesn't. I don't know. It wasn't like a. It wasn't a really cheap thing. It was definitely something name brand. Yeah. It just wasn't called Dungeons and Dragons. It was called Pathfinders. Was it Pathfinder? It might have been actually. I think it was like a certain what kind of like Pathfinder maybe. It was like Pathfinder and it was a certain kind, I think. That makes sense. Pathfinder role playing game. I guess um, yeah, it was that. That, yeah. that looks familiar. Okay. So yeah, it was a it was a, a brand called Pathfinder. Um but yeah, it was basically D and D. Um where did we start that story with? Right, because we were talking about the nerd <laughs> thing. I did not have any more experience mm -hmm. in that than you did. Those people that we were playing with could not stay in character for two seconds, and so yeah, I yeah. Mm -hmm. Understand. <coughs> I don't. I don't think I was even like creative enough for that. You get the people who like dress up. With their well, yeah, but that wasn't the group we were with. No, no, the group we were with wasn't no. doing that at all. No. Maybe we can start it up again. Just well, Cody's like, gone well, no, to college. Yeah, we don't want yeah, him back in the city. We do not want him back in the city. No, he, but um, he goes to Merrimack. Cody I've, Park. I've seen him up there. Maybe I didn't know he went to Merrimack. I, I thought he went to an actual. Maybe college. he doesn't. But I've seen him up there like three times. Huh. Well, yeah. Um, but I don't know who would play Dungeons. I just Dungeons. remember. No, you know what I thought. We need to do a Minecraft thing where it's a vanilla server, and we we do an RPG. RPG. You know, when we log in, you act like the character or whatever. Right, right, That's what, because it's like, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but mm -hmm. like Minecraft. Do we still get a dungeon master or whatever? We could if we wanted to, but I wasn't imagining one. Right, right. I guess we don't need one. Yeah, we could have like Brett be our dungeon master, because he would probably be happy to like build stuff. Build stuff? Okay. Because that would make it more um, like exploring and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I'm not a uh, D and D playing nerd, but I do watch anime. Somewhat. No. So um, yeah. If I if I start if I get my old DS back out and start playing Pokemon again, 
then um, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I no, I have a broken DS, and like I'll, so every once in a while, I'll get out and play Pokemon for like five minutes, and be like, this is boring. <laughs> this is boring. I mean, I always I I had a, a Game Boy Advance like Pokemon Ruby. Oh, and yeah. like the, the the mechanics were like you know and the fight stuff you had like 40 XP to start out with and it went mm -hmm. up from there yeah. so like you could take a lot of hits before before you died and then I got like Pokemon Pearl for DS and you start with 10 XP so you'd think okay well so then the attacks like aren't as powerful right yeah but still even if the attacks are only one hit like or one point you can still only take 10 hits Whereas, like, the attacks were only a couple points in the Game Boy thing, but you still got way more XP. So I, like, gave up on Pokemon Pearl, like, the a couple weeks back. Back in elementary school, mind you, when I, I'm sure I didn't do much research into it, but... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I did Pearl. I think I ended up with, like, Heart Gold or something. Yeah, that's... I think that's newer than what I had. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I never understood, like, the difference. It's like, yeah, people get, like, every single Pokemon game. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like... Well, there's the generations of them that there are differences. Yeah. And then, like, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Well, those. Those two are the same game. Just called different things, I think. Play. But then, like, like um, Pearl and Heart Gold don't have the same Pokemon in them. I thought that it was, like, you had the two different regions, like the Soto and the something... And those specifically didn't have, like, the same Pokemon. But all the ones that were in the same region, because they made the two. Maybe that's how that works. They made the two, and each, and they were both in different regions, and they just had different Pokemon. That sounds more likely. But, like, I think that the, I think that the games, like, the generations for the games, I'm, this is all going off of stuff I heard on Internet Box. Oh, yeah. um, and I get the no I get super annoyed when they go off on Pokemon tangents on Internet Box. So we're going to do it on our own podcast and annoy somebody yeah. else. But, um, so, I, yeah, you're probably right that the, the different games have different Pokemon in them. But then I think the different generations of games correspond to different generations of the show. Because okay. I know the show's gone through, you know, plenty of generations... Um, in each generation, they introduced more Pokemon. There's a yeah, new yeah, theme for the Pokemon. Um, and so I know that you can transfer Pokemon all the way through the entire series somehow. Like back with the old, even the Game Boy thing. You know, Game Boys don't have wireless connectivity, oh. but they have devices that you plug in yeah, to transfer. Yeah, and if you go from, and like, it's weird because like the new DSs, like the, the 3DS does not have a Game Boy slot. No? But you can transfer from a Game Boy to a DS Lite to a 3DS and, like, keep all your stuff from all this these super old games. Huh. Keep all your old Pokemon. That, like, you cannot get the Pokemon in the newer game, but if you had it in the older game, they put the code in so that you could still use it. It's really interesting to me, actually, how, you know, how much they keep that up. Yeah, I don't know they did that. Yeah. I don't pay attention to, like, did you ever pay attention to, like, the story or anything? Yeah, I used to, well, like, in the show? No, in the game. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. No, because all I knew was the story in the game is not the same story as the show, therefore it must not be canon, and I don't give a crap about it. Because I gave, I, I paid attention to the story in the show. I used to watch Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked the show when I was a kid. I don't know. Um, but then, like, yeah, the game, I was like, hey... 
you know, this isn't Ash. This is some other person. So, yeah. I thought his name to Ash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it says input your name, but Adam, Adam was that kid who broke the rule. No, I, you know, you probably did what everyone did. I was that one kid who actually did what the game told me to. Uh, but, yeah, um, so my character was named Jacob. And, uh, well, your adventure. And, yeah, the, yeah, since it wasn't canon, I didn't pay attention to that. Did you in the game pay nah, attention to the game? I really didn't. At all. Hmm. The, the one they did like was I remember one that's the only one that I like because they did something different. They let you make little like little clubhouses, not clubhouses, but like you go to a bush and you can like make a little house in the bush. You can make a little hideout and, and at oh. all kinds of places. And that, yeah. that was different. I don't see like stuff that's like different anymore. Like they have like different yeah. buildings, but that was. Alright. <laughs> so we've hit yeah. Pokemon, we've hit D&D, we've hit anime. Is there anything else we want to do this week uh, to uh, increase our nerdiness or just anything else? <clears throat> My throat keeps gunking up, and pretty soon I'm going to get a voice crack, and that'll really just that will solidify the whole, yes, whole image. That's what we need. Uh, so yeah. yeah, before that happens, I guess we'll sign off. All right. So this was a pretty good uh, good podcast. So yeah, um, be sure to follow Adam on Twitter at knots underscore Adam. One day I'll make a post. Yeah. Tweet. Tweet. <laughs> and, yeah, um, join us live every week at live.nerdofthestreet.com or live.nots.co. Uh, we stream this podcast at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And, yeah, you can join us in the chat room. So, yeah, that's all for this week. I'm Jacob Kaufman. I'm Adam Perot. Wait, you do the sign-off. Yeah. I'm Adam Perot. You, you, what? You, what? Do the sign-off. Sign you don't off? have to start all the way from the beginning, but start with uh, that's off. Okay. That's all for this week. I don't know. You know, when I said that's all, <laughs> then you said your name just fine. Very yeah. clearly pronounced. Okay, okay. I was, I, I was like nervous. Like, like that that's all for this week. That's five words. Can you not say five words okay. with confidence? I'm sorry. You're a voice actor. I know. <laughs> that's all for this week. I'm Adam Perot. And I'm Jacob Kaufman. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs>